All right, everybody. Welcome to the first podcast uh, and vlog of Traverse Counseling Services. Um, I, I say podcast and vlog because we're recording these at the same time. Uh, so if I use the terms interchangeably, that's why. Uh, I'm Josh Zello. I'm the owner and founder of Traverse Counseling Services, and this is Andrew Cudd. He's uh, one of the counselors on staff, and he's been with us uh, since the get-go of Traverse uh, and really, Andrew and I had talked uh, probably a year, year and a half ago about doing a podcast, doing a vlog, and really putting out education to the community, not only about what our services are and what we do, uh, <clears throat> but also to try and give you uh, education uh, in regards to therapy, in regards to things that uh, that are important in therapy um, that may be important to your therapy or whatever journey you're on um, so we have a, a couple of things in mind as far as how that's going to be helpful whether that's book reviews or having people on with us obviously we're going to interview our own counselors but hopefully we'll be able to pull from the community as well um, maybe various authors i don't know we're really open really open to ideas there and feedback from you um, i'd love to know love to know what what you think we should be doing but really we just we really want to put education into your hands in an easy way and podcasting is obviously free blogging is obviously free um, you don't have to pay anything to to listen to us uh, and i don't know that we're really that good enough at it right now to charge <laughs> anything <laughs> we'll find out uh, we will find out um, so andrew anything you want to you want to tack on to that as far as why we're doing this yeah for sure so um you know, I think probably over the last couple of years, you and I both have probably clocked several hundred hours of, of listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, a lot of the conversations that we've had, uh, you know, clearly show that, uh, you know, it's a very productive thing. I mean, it's a world of, of knowledge at your fingertips mm -hmm. and it's free, <laughs> yeah. which is great. So, um, you know, one of the things that I found unique about some of the, the people that I was listening to is that they had uh, social media accounts. Mm -hmm. So if I had a specific question, um, you know, I could, I could shoot them a message and, and more times than not, they would uh, get back to me uh, to answer my questions or they would even uh, include my question on a, on a future Q&A, uh, which is something that we want to do. Um, now, I would like to throw out a little bit of a caveat. Uh, Traverse does have um, s several social media platforms. Um, uh, however, we are not going to... No, you're good, dude. You're over there. We're not going to um, uh, receive messages on those, uh, on those social media outlets, uh, specifically for safety reasons. So, for example, if someone uh, reached out to us in crisis, um, we probably won't uh, review the social media accounts frequently enough to ensure someone's safety. So, what we've what we've talked about doing is actually uh, providing a telephone number to which people can text us uh, any questions or, like Josh said, any um, uh, recommendations or things, uh, special topics that you would like to be covered. So, a way to do that uh, is you could text us at four two three three one zero eight two zero six or uh, feel free to email us at admin at infotraverse.com. Um, so, uh, like you said, we can uh, cover a myriad of topics. Uh, we have uh, four other therapists in our office. Um, uh, so one of, the, one of the 
uh, hot topics right now is the Enneagram. So we have Wes, uh, Wes Nichols, who is a uh, uh, Enneagram Sherpa. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, that dude's forgotten more about the Enneagram than I'll ever actually know. So <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so we and I think you and I both have um, just a, a long reach of, of people, mentors, professors, mm -hmm. um, uh, business people. Uh, we both have... Um, uh, family members who work uh, against sex trafficking, which is mm -hmm. also a hot topic. So, um, you know, so what, whatever your recommendations or suggestions or questions you might have, again, please feel free to let us know. Um, one last thing I would like to touch on is uh, for those who might be a little conflicted about starting counseling uh, for themselves. Um, so, uh, you know, let us know your concerns. Uh, tell us um, you know what's what's keeping you from uh, from pursuing counseling as a as an outlet. Um, you know, just given our various uh, social networks, it could be considered taboo. And I think we've all heard horror stories of people having bad experiences with therapists. So um, we certainly want to you know be able to uh, clear some of that up and answer any questions. Uh, a lot of people would want to know is you know would therapy be a good uh, resource for me. So uh, you might be in your primary care physician's office and see a um, see a pamphlet on cognitive behavioral therapy or EMDR, which uh, which is a well-known treatment for PTSD and trauma. And you might want to know a little more in depth as to what those resources are, and we're, we'll be happy to to cover some of those things. So. Um, and like I said, if we don't, uh, if Josh and I doesn't know, we have a we have far reach to be able to bring in resources and uh, research and uh, on our own. So, yeah, absolutely, and and we'll know to bring that reach in by your correspondence. Definitely ask questions. Um, like, like Andrew said, number is 423-310-8206 and uh, the email to reach us at is admin at infotraverse.com which can be found on our website. Um, you can also go to our contact page and send us a message directly there as well. So be sure to check out the website and, and what we have to offer there for you. Um, and I guess with this with this episode, we wanted to do a little introduction, obviously, to, to why we're, we're recording this thing. Um, but I guess a little bit of an order for it, and we're going to keep the order loose uh, so that we can kind of freely converse and right. not, not be bound by a lot. Um, one wanted to share, well, what is Traverse Counseling Services? Um, where did it all start? Why, why it exists? And what we hope, uh, what we hope to put out there for you. Uh, as far as services and our social media platforms and our podcasts and blog. Right. Um, so Traverse Counseling Service, uh, it started uh, probably about, I guess it's been about five years now uh, that it became a, a semi-brainchild of mine and, and very soon afterwards Andrew uh, entered my life at Lee University's Counseling Center. Um, we started working there together. Uh, but but really, like what what the whole purpose of Traverse Counseling Services was was to provide a, a safe, um, ethical, and affordable service for the community, and an emphasis on all three of those. And then we also have goals for our counselors as well that they also have a safe and healthy environment to be practicing in. So our, our mission is really twofold: one for the community, and one for our group of counselors, which are six of us all together at our Cleveland location. And then Wesley Nichols and I also practice in Chattanooga, which that Chattanooga office, hopefully in the next year here, 
we'll get a little bit bigger. Um, but we really wanted to provide those foundational things for the community. Um, so in regards to it being a safe, uh, a safe place, we've, we've chosen an office that's absolutely comfortable, um, outfitted it in a little therapeutic oasis of a way right um, it's it's uh it's even off the street we're actually in the back of the complex so yeah it's kind of nice for people's confidentiality oh absolutely we're tucked in the back corner and and it's 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 uh it's private there's a ton of parking in both locations actually mm-hmm. in our chattanooga location we're in the southern sadlery building um there's it's downtown but there's free parking in a, in a giant parking lot so that's pretty rare to find uh, but we really wanted to provide safety uh, that includes your information as well so obviously we keep everything very uh, very confidential and safe through uh, top of the line and really cutting edge technology as well uh, we use really fine programs and make sure that all of our data is kept secure safe um, as far as the ethics side of things uh, it being safe and ethical uh, I was very sure to bring in people that are ethical as far as the work that they do uh, we, we don't um, we don't blur lines or boundaries here we we keep uh, within the parameters of our license and we make sure that we're trained in what we're offering and if we're not trained in what we're offering we'll let you know right out of the gate um, and make sure that you get plugged in with somebody in the community who's going to be a better fit for you though with our with our practice i mean we cover a wide a range of, of various different things that you may be coming in for, whether it's anxiety, depression, sexual issues, uh, marriage and family issues, child, uh, children come in as well. We have some play therapists on staff. Um, really, we, we cover a wide array and a wide array of therapeutic techniques as well. So, Christian therapists? Yes, absolutely. Uh, issues <coughs> regarding spirituality and faith. Um, you know, uh, obviously something that we care about. And in this area of the country, it's something that's really, really important right. that we continue to touch on that. Um, that's, that's also not to say that, I mean, obviously not everyone would want a faith-based uh, uh, therapy approach. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, so, that, so don't feel like um, that's all we do. Um, yeah. So Absolutely. We, yeah, we're certainly open. Uh, open open to the gamut of different uh, backgrounds that are going to come into the practice and right. very comfortable with those backgrounds at, especially at this point so right. um, there's that and then our, our last leg of affordability as far as what Traverse offers um, one of the first endeavors that we undertook which are I uh, have to give Julia, our office administrator, uh, a lot of credit for what we were, we're all boarded with insurances. Um, so we do accept commercial insurance and we uh, accept also state funded insurance. And um, if you don't have insurance at all, we will work with you as far as the sliding scale based on what type of income you're bringing in. So. Um, all of these things went into consideration when starting Traverse and well, well what's behind the name? What is Traverse right. Counseling Services? Why Traverse? Well, I'm an outdoorsman. Absolutely love the outdoors. Uh, the more you listen to this, the more I'm going to be providing some sort of metaphor that ties us back to nature somehow, most likely. <laughs> uh, avid fisherman. I, Andrew also is an avid outdoorsman, but I kind of dreamed up the name Traverse because of... Uh, because of the course of action when you're traversing, whether you're on water or you're on land, 
the the idea is that you have a tremendous obstacle in front in front of you when you're on water it's it's the wind is blowing directly at you and you sort of navigate in this way whether it's a sort of zigzag pattern or depending how the water how the water is you traverse that water in a way in which you try and use that resistance to help propel you forward um, and and to take a path that gets you through that uh, through that wind as best as possible and as safe as possible when you're on land it might look like something traversing a mountain and you're looking for a course up this mountain or across this mountain or across a range of mountains um, that is going to allow you to take on the obstacle uh, without uh, being overcome by the obstacle. So that's why we went with the name Traverse. I get a lot of questions about that. and right. um, But I, I really, I stand behind the meaning of that name. Uh, it really signifies how we all view therapy, which is, well, <clears throat> we're not going to take the issue and pretend the issue doesn't exist. or. We're not going to be overcome by the issue. We're going to take the issue, but we will take a course throughout the issue that is going to hopefully land you on the other side of it in a safe manner and stronger and for the better. Um, so I, I, with having Andrew here, I couldn't help but throw this question into the mix. Um, Andrew, like I said, has been uh, uh, just a massive part of the, the process and putting things together um, and really... Uh, really coming alongside of me and us looking forward and setting a future and trajectory for the practice. Um, but I really, I'd, it'd be great to hear from you, Andrew, as far as why, why Traverse? Why, when, when we got in these conversations, did you become so passionate about it? And ultimately, recently, come on with us full time out of a, you know, out of a pretty stable position in, in, uh, in substance recovery. So... Right. Yeah. So I think part of that, I mean, you know, there's, um, there's nothing more, uh, well, there's not a lot of things more, uh, fun and exciting than a dream, right. Mm -hmm. Um, than to, uh, create something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you and I both were pretty locked into, um, who the, you know, certain demographics that we could work with. Um, uh, whereas at Traverse, I mean, we have autonomy, um, with, uh, with trainings and, and different people and, and, and you know and those things are, are supported um, and so I think every therapist has the ability to uh, has, has the ability to dream um, to pursue uh, different outlets and, and pursue uh, trainings and specializations and so you know that's one of the things that attracted me is you know again like you said to, to be able to impact the community mm-hmm. um, and I think part of being able to make a legitimate impact is for the clinicians to be able to, uh, you know, pursue their passions, pursue their dreams, not be, um, you know, so locked in uh, to uh, certain modalities or uh, certain aspects of a job um, to where, you know, it's, it's hard to grow. And I feel like that's what uh, Traverse uh, offers for clinicians, especially is, you know, an opportunity to grow. So, yeah. Yeah, nice man. Yeah, and and I, you know, I too made a sort of leap. Uh, it was a few years back, a, a very a leap very similar to what Andrew recently did into the practice where I was working full time for Lee University and doing practice work on the side, private practice work with right. Traverse on the side, and the need in the community just became so great. Uh, and something we were doing was working. Uh, this right. this idea that we have. For what a practice should look like and how how we can actually reach the community 
um, you know, I, it it pulled me in, uh, right. even though it was sort of my uh, sort of my vision at the time. I, I didn't expect that it would be what it is now, and and it's it's obviously great to have Andrew on and our other our other counselors into the practice. Really, they're the backbone of what we do, um, and I can say that say that assuredly. And absolutely, like going into the going into the workplace for us is. Um, and I think I can speak for all of us. It's it's a joy to do. It's like a privilege to do, an honor to do, um, the way we have things set up. So we have healthy counselors here for healthy reasons. Um, you know, I, it's not like we were, you know, absolutely sick of our work environments previous, and we're just looking for a way out. Like you know, it's like hey. Well, this is this is something. It's building momentum. It's it's got steam behind it, and it has good value and purpose behind it. So right. it's, it's easy to, to just jump right into that, um, and it sustains itself. Uh, so, well, that's a. I think that's a, a good glimpse into what Traverse Counseling Services is. What what it is that's behind behind the scenes. Why it is that we wanted to do this, um, which which I, I'm still sort of baffled in it all. Even every time I look at the, just look at the website, I'm like, man, that's, that's like, <laughs> this is, this is actually happening. And even right. just sitting down right now and talking right now, it's sort of blowing my mind that we're, right. that we're even doing this. And I don't mind to be sort of perfectly open and candid about that. You're going to get a lot of that with us. Um, and I'm pretty real. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Um, Cool. So one of the other things we wanted to talk about, and it's sort of a sharp transition, but uh, oh well, uh, we wanted to, to take some time too to talk about why therapy may be important for you um, or important for a family member or a friend. Uh, what, what are the actual benefits of therapy? Why, why, why pursue it? Um, you know, and I was thinking about that on the way over to, to record this this evening. And I, I had sort of like these elaborate thoughts and I thought, like, just simplify it, Josh, just simplify it to one thing. Uh, and it's actually something I tell my clients frequently is at the end of the, at the, at the, at the end of the day, uh, it's you and your thoughts. Um, it's, it's you, it's you on your pillow and you are with your thoughts. And a lot of times we're going through things, whether they're mental health concerns or whether they're things in our environment or our circumstances that are impacting us, it's not good to sit with those thoughts alone. Um, mm. it's, not, it's, not, it's not good to feel isolated by those thoughts and really that can make everything feel and be worse. Um, so I, I think at the end of the, what I pulled together in the car and, and really centralized my thoughts and, and it was sort of easy to do because like I said, I, I tell my clients this all the time, at the end of the day, it's good to have somebody in your court. Uh, it's good to have somebody on your side, somebody objective that can hear the scenario, hear what's going on and give you some open, honest feedback in a very caring way, um, which you're going to get a lot of at our practice. Like our counselors genuinely care about people. Um, right. You know, and uh, I think that's why therapy is so important. You know, back when, when sort of Freud kicked this whole thing off, uh, and and sort of test piloted 
uh, therapy right. <laughs> counseling as it yeah <laughs> it took it took big guesses uh, which we'll, we will definitely talk more about that that's an area of interest for our both uh, for both of us origins of therapy right. philosophers who impacted it oh man we're cool. gonna nerd you out uh, with that <laughs> stuff um, but really when I get when we go back to, to Freud like even he said there's a, he called it catharsis which is uh, and in, in, in that term has morphed a bit, and I'll give you a more modern version of that, but essentially it's like taking what is here in your head or here in your heart or here in your soul, however you want to word that, whatever's comfortable for you, and, and actually letting it out of you and, and putting it somewhere else other than just in your mind, body, body soul. Yeah, yeah it's... A, it's a, and the... And anything that happens beyond that is a bonus. That's basically what, how I view the, the benefits of therapy. And there's a lot that can happen beyond that. So there's a lot of bonuses of therapy. Um, I've seen people make some of the most dramatic changes in their life in just a few sessions or even make slow changes over years of therapy. Um, but surely uh, in better places. And I was once leading a... a a support group for depression and was struck by this idea of trajectory uh, and I got up to the whiteboard and I drew this outline and I shared it with I've shared it with everybody I work with so Andrew is familiar with what I'm gonna say but I think you have to look at your life and, and see what trajectory are you on like where are you gonna land 10 years from now if your life stays on the course that it is if your thoughts stay on the course that they are, if your behaviors stay on the course that they are, right? Where are you going to end in 10 years? And you can think about therapy as an attempt to shift by the smallest degree what that trajectory is now. Um, so I, that's how I like to view it. It's like, well, you, we can view progress as a, as, a, as, a, as a large shift in trajectory. We can view progress as a small shift in trajectory. It actually doesn't matter because if you shift the trajectory now, everything changes on your path forward, right? right. Like that's, 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 how, that's how I see it. If we have point A to point B, you now, we can shift that just five degrees. Like your point B is in a totally different place. Um, it's almost like that quote, uh, like do things today that your future self will thank you for. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. That's that's precisely what it is. So, it, uh, con uh, concisely, that's that's how I see that therapy can be beneficial for people. That's why I see the importance of therapy. Um, but of course, that's that's just in my own mind. I'd love to hear Andrew, kind of your thoughts on that as well. Sure, yeah. So, you know, in the Southeast and I'm sure in other parts of the world, I, I feel like a lot of people view uh, the ups and downs of life as a blessing or a curse. Mm. Um, where, you know, therapy can certainly be an outlet, um, you know, to have someone with a non-biased opinion, uh, someone who is not, you know, a friend or a family member who has, you know, a history with you who, you know, based off of their own agenda is going to give you you know, feedback uh, that sometimes keep us stuck and making the, the same choices, the same decisions over and over and over again, where, you know, a therapist who, again, is, is, is non-biased can maybe point out some of these things. And I think we've all 
um, you know, had a family member, had people, you know, blatantly tell us, you know, things that they're seeing and we don't listen, but then a stranger says something to us and it's just like we have this aha moment. Um, the cool thing with therapy is, is that, you know, we've been trained, uh, you know, to, to, to give the appropriate feedback for those aha moments. Yeah. It's not just based off of, you know, uh, a gut feeling. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's backed by, you know, uh, uh, academic pursuit and research and interventions that you know are proven to work mm -hmm. um, so you know sometimes we uh, again we make uh, uh, attempted or we, we have we make mistakes and then you know we try to to try to fix those mistakes and oftentimes um, uh, we we go down roads of uh, trying to find solutions to our problems that sometimes lead to addiction mm -hmm. or you know patterns of behavior that just aren't productive for us so therapy can be um, you know a way to, to navigate that and to, to try new things to try new uh, to do, try ways to do our life in a productive way yeah absolutely man and that's a pretty natural transition to to talking a talking a little bit about our approaches right well each therapist is going to have their own approach to therapy um and and i say that and it sounds uh it sounds sort of odd to say something like that um, as if it's mechanical actually I'd just cue you in at least for our practice it's actually not mechanical it's to use a very overused word pretty organic uh, in our in our practice like sure. my my approach directly affect is, is directly affected by my personality and how mm -hmm. I view the world um, so I, I say my approach is if I chose it it's more chosen me um, right yeah that's I think that would be accurate between us um, absolutely so uh, for me uh, my my thoughts on therapy are there there's also uh, there, there's an important part of therapy that involves the relationship between the client and the counselor um, and and for me that relationship is pivotal not just in the sense of like oh you want to be able to trust your counselor but you also want to know that your counselor is being honest is being open is being congruent with you mm -hmm. uh, which obviously is going to build that trust but you also want to know that your counselor has your best interests in mind um, and is willing both to encourage you and also to challenge you uh, but but that takes a relationship when you think about uh, you think about marriages or you think about friendships like um, like uh, Andrew and I are also friends and what's really awesome about our our friendship and the way it's developed over years is Oh, we're perfectly willing to challenge each other and we're perfectly willing to cheerlead each other as long as those are the things that that should be done in those moments right, right. Um, so I, I, my approach uh, I would say is relational I'm, I'm looking to establish a good relationship with my clients um, one that they feel comfortable in one that I too feel comfortable in and that we have some some really honest and open dialogue going on and that you know that my like my priority is uh, is your health um, I don't need anything out of that relationship that is for you um, so that that's sort of foundational for me from there springs all kinds of things um, one of the approaches therapeutically that I, I really appreciate um, and again it has to do a lot with the way that I think um, but, but I, I love the ex existential approach to therapy approaching uh, looking at life and asking well what is what is the purpose of life uh, what, what is my meaning and really relating that to a fear of death a fear of abandonment and 
how core those things actually are in us, both biologically and psychologically and spiritually. So those three ways that those things are sort of fundamental in us and can wreak havoc in our lives in all sorts of ways that we aren't even aware of. And I think that's one of the things that I really do enjoy about therapy. Uh, Andrew talked about aha moments or light bulb moments. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the light bulb moments that are taking place in the therapy session with me are these uh, these moments of, oh my goodness, I didn't realize how much that thought was governing my life. I didn't realize how my lack of sense of purpose and meaning or how my lack of established values was wreaking havoc on my relationships, my career, my spiritual life, um, and, and really driving me into the ground. So uh, the existential approach really allows us to tease those things out. Um, and that's sort of intermingled with um, a psychodynamic approach, which also looks back into your life and says, okay, what, where have you come from? Like, well, where have you come from? What have you experienced in your life up to this point? And how has that impacted you? Um, and how, I, how might we see shifts in that? And also using the therapeutic relationship as a platform to offer some of that shift. So to, to use the trust and the, 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 the trust formed in the, in the sessions in the therapy office as a platform to say, oh, say uh, there are people that are trustworthy. Right, and to take something like that out and to practice it outside of the counseling office is a, it's an incredible thing. Um, I also use uh, interventions from the rational camp, uh, the CBT, the REBTs, the all the all the BTs, <laughs> uh, which is a sort of um, which is sort of a behavioral model mixed with a rational model, which we're looking at. We're looking at thoughts and evaluating, okay, how, how true or false are these? Um, should I be behaving based on these thoughts? Um, or how should I be behaving? Or how could I be behaving? Or um, evaluating those, you know, those things and, and trying to make shifts based on what is rational and what is not. And, and it, that takes time. It's just because you know something doesn't mean that you believe it, right? right. Like it, we, have to, we have to operationalize the, the knowledge that you may carry about how your life could be into something that you believe enough to actually do. Um, so I guess that's in short kind of the way that I approach approach therapy and I see a wide range I've seen a wide range of of issues in the decade that I've been doing therapy uh, it's been it's been a very wide array and, and quite a bit of experiences which the more you listen uh, the more I'm realizing right now we're never gonna run out of no. <laughs> we're never gonna run out of things to talk about um, so uh, just a just a wide away array of experiences um, to draw upon and that yeah that that's my approach Andrew where where are you at man so I had a pretty unique experience uh, because I my so my master's degree was in marriage and family therapy right mm -hmm. which is um, which is an approach that really looks closely at uh, families and then also society and you know how that affects uh, your symptoms depression anxiety your view of self mm -hmm. Uh, your self schema, how mm -hmm. you you know think that people uh, feel about you, and then you know and how that plays into your functionality through your day to day life. Um, so that was kind of my my 
academic backing for counseling, but the cool thing was is that I also, I feel like my training, my internships, and my application to counseling was very clinical based, much mm -hmm. very similar to yours. Yeah. Um, so when I, you know, after, after I graduated, my the my jobs were more clinical based, uh, both in hospitals and, and schools and, and that kind of thing. Whereas now at Traverse, um, I ca it's neat because I can combine the two. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know my modalities uh, very much align with yours. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot yeah. of <laughs> like what you said, but also um, uh, you know trying to understand the uh, uh, the family piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know how. Uh, again, it kind of goes back to like what's not working with communication with your relationships. You know, um, mm. if you're using um, you know themes of blame or uh, defensiveness, or um, if you find yourself withdrawing, um, you know. Uh, so I'm I'm talking about uh, John Gottman types mm. of approaches. Yeah, These yeah. are all things like that he would uh, that he would discuss and, and evaluate with couples, which you know I work a lot with. With couples, um, so yeah, that's kind of my my take is to uh, try to combine both aspects mm -hmm. the 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 thoughts and the here and now feelings, mm -hmm. right? But also um, having the availability to you know to bring in someone's spouse or sibling mm -hmm. or parents or grandparents, you know yeah. to. Uh, you know, because sometimes there's only so much work we can do if, you know, if, if the continuing problem is something in the home, um, you know, then, you know, it really helps to bring in others uh, to, you know, hear others' opinions and, you know, shine light on, you know, what's going on. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I think I think the more that we, uh, you know, the more that we bring in guests, the more that we talk about different books, right. the more... The more, the more material we have out on the table, you're going to kind of hear how uh, you're going to kind of hear how we interact with the world, uh, which also obviously impacts how we interact in the therapy office. So, yeah, that's a good snapshot. Sure. Uh, that's a, I think, a good snapshot of both of us. And like I said, each counselor in our practice would sit here and say something similar, but would very also say, yeah. yeah, but very different at the same time. I think we all come back to the same core values as therapists right. um, and just diverge in our approaches based right. on personality, based on experience. It's it's a, mm -hmm. it's a cool thing, yeah, honestly. And, and again, just going back to the autonomy in the practice, just yeah. people's passions. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just, that's what I think is so cool is that everybody is, is allowed to, to dream and thrive and you know and be met with with such high quality support yeah. and empowerment absolutely and you know we uh, you know and we really if you're listening to this and you're you know something is striking a chord with you you're really thinking like this is a good practice for you or maybe andrew or i may be a good therapist for you um you might be wondering okay like how do I get this process kicked off? Which can be a bit intimidating, right. honestly. Like right. it, it can be the most intimidating part. I think it's the largest step is making it to your first appointment. So sure. I wanted to spend some time breaking down what that actually looks like at our practice. Right. Um, yeah. Super easy. Yeah. It, it honestly, we've we've tried to make it as easy as possible. Right. Um, so really, uh, you can email us. Uh, it's a little bit slower of a process to get things started via email. It's a lot quicker just to give our office a call. We have an office manager. Again, her name is Julia. Um, 
you can let her know that you're wanting to get an appointment set up. Right. Hop onto our website first. Uh, take a look over the counselors. You, you'll you'll see Andrew and I on there, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, but you'll also get to read about our other therapists uh, on the counselor page. They each have bios. They talk about their approach, their specialties, all things that we'll get into in future episodes for sure. Right. Um, yep. But you go on there and educate yourself a bit. You can see what our services are. Um, you can find links, helpful, helpful links on the website as well. Uh, but but educate yourself there as far as who you may want to establish the appointment with. Make sure that you also choose a second as well mm-hmm. um, because our services are in high demand, so sometimes that counselor may be full, that maybe you'd be willing to wait a little bit to get onto their uh, to right. get onto their caseload. But um, make sure to have another counselor too that you're comfortable with to let um, to let Julia know. and uh, and so that would be the first step is just to go ahead and give her a call or give our office a call. Uh, from there, she'll get you set up with an appointment. She'll um, make sure that that counselor is in networks with your insurance if that's what you're wanting to do, if that's what you're wanting to go through. Um, we can verify your benefits if, if that's something you need. But I would recommend just giving your insurance company a call and, and checking to see what your benefit is ahead of time. Or if you're not that concerned about it, no worries. Just get your appointment set up. She'll ask for your telephone number, your email, and with that email, we actually send you electronic paperwork. You can fill that out from a computer, from your cell phone, from an uh, from a tablet, whatever electronic device you have. Um, you can fill that all out there. It's all HIPAA secured. It's transferred to us through HIPAA secure means uh, or HIPAA compliant means, and it's all encrypted. So that information's not accessible, and then we store it in a um, we store it in an electronic medical record system that's also encrypted and secured. Um, so nobody's going to find out your information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll fill that out. You'll fill that out. It'll go to us. You can attach your insurance card to that as well, which is super helpful for us. We'll get that intake paperwork in, and all you have to do is show up to your first appointment. Um, and generally, we can get uh, people in uh, sometimes the week of. Yeah. Um, depending yep. on the situation. I mean, yep. I know I've gotten people in the day of. Yep. I mean, just but now that's. Uh, yeah, that's not that's the expectation. Not, that's not always the case. Yeah. <laughs> that, you yeah, know, yeah. that was just like a, you know, somebody canceled or you know yeah. something came up. But you know, uh, generally, what would you say the wait is about? Um, yeah, a, a week to two weeks. Yeah, generally? I would. I would say we shoot for a week to two weeks. If we can, if we're, if our caseloads are open and we're going to get somebody in, we're going to try and get them in in a timely manner. Right. Um, so that that's our approach. Uh, in in that and what's really cool is our uh, our systems as well if if you endorse that with Julia over the phone it'll actually send you a text reminder 48 hours in advance uh, which is really really helpful um, and you can respond if you need to cancel or confirm that appointment right um, yeah, right. you don't have to call you can just yeah. say hit yes or no yeah you can do that right through the text messaging mm-hmm. system uh, and when you show up to either one of our offices you just roll right into the waiting room um, the way we have things set up too with our our, um, with our offices that our payments are also automated and so you you don't have to check in with a receptionist you can have the uh, the comfort of just coming right into the waiting room making yourself a cup of coffee and having a seat and your counselor comes down scoops you out of the waiting room and you guys get to talk um, yeah. so it's it's a painless it's a painless process, at least in uh, in practicality. I know, I know that the thought process behind it might be a little bit more difficult and it's harder to work through, but hopefully some of the things we talked about today 
alleviate any sort of anxiety or some of the anxiety of setting up that appointment. Right. And again, you know, if you have a concern, if you have a question about any of that, you know, yeah. feel free to shoot us a text or an email and, um, you know, we just we want to be able to help. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that that's, you know, that's really where we, that's, that's kind of where we run out for today though. It's like, I, if I just want to reiterate that um, we're open to any questions um, that we keep this rated so that kids could listen to it, obviously, <laughs> and we'll let you. We we'll might uh, we might do some PG thirteen, yeah. <laughs> uh, do a little caveat at the beginning yeah. of uh, yeah. kids not allowed on yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, um, So so obviously keep your questions as as appropriate as possible, but at the same time we get that you know not it's not all the it's not all the time that the question can be totally appropriate in our field. So that's, I would totally understand that. But right. yeah, if you have a, maybe you have a book that you want us to take a look at. Maybe you have a person that you'd love to hear on. I mean, we're not, uh, we have a far reaching network. But yes. I mean, we're not going to land a celebrity in the first couple months of this thing, but right. if there's we're maybe not, a, we might get John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Scientology. Yeah, there you go. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That would be an interesting conversation. Yeah, but yeah, please again, you can you can email us any questions you'd like us to answer, and um, we really appreciate you guys listening to the first one. Uh, I don't think we've experienced any technical difficulties. I'll find when we other go than to, me stumbling over my, yeah. uh, my words a little bit. Yeah, you might hear a couple uh, a couple blips in the beginning where we've spliced yeah. some things together. Uh, We're just honestly a little bit. There might have been some. Uh, under the breath over PG-13 <laughs> feedback from, um, from my end. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're, I think we're going to shoot for putting out a podcast every couple weeks, um, and uh, we'll just see what happens. See nope. what happens. And there'll there. be um, probably all different links. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If there's like, you know, uh, somebody shoots us a question and it's a quick, you know, 10, 20 minute kind yeah, of yeah. deal. You know, it could be either one of us or, or 20 people. We don't know. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, or uh, more specific things like book reviews mm. and extended interviews, you know, probably could be a little longer. For yeah, sure. so. absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks again, guys. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.